With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Dina, and this is Badass Pub, and where we talk about publishing and the publishing industry, traditional and indie. And I am joined this week by my co-host Tiffany with Beyond Death. Say hello. Hello. And Kelly Cazone. Say hello. Hello. And Terry, I don't know how to say your last name, but I'm just gonna say she's just another book bitch. It's Arison and hello. <laughs> so, okay, um, one thing, because I don't know how long we're going to have Tiffany, or Terry for, but I want to talk about PAs because there's so much shit that authors have to do in terms of, like, their social media and, and just everyday shit. I need a PA. <laughs> but so... What? I need a PA. I'm not an author. Come on now. Right? No, I just... Everyone needs a PA. So, what are some of the things that an author or a blogger or whatever should expect from a PA? What, what can y'all do? Um, I think bare minimum is social media, um, knowing your Google, because I, I do um, the tours and stuff as well. So know how to create your your Google Docs, your your forms. You know what I mean to be able to send out to bloggers and stuff. Right. And since most all bloggers use Google, you know, to be able to do all that, you just kind of it's basic knowledge of of Google and stuff like that. But and social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, it's always handy if you know how to do graphics. I know that um, one of my girls, her boyfriend actually does. Um, uh, covers and things like that. So he does a lot of her graphics and her book covers. Um, Kerr, she is awesome at her graphics. So she does most of hers. I do some of them. And then Kirsty is horrible at her graphics. So I do most of hers. <laughs> the publisher's working on graphics this time, but uh, for right now. But for the most part, I do all hers. But just basic knowledge, I think. You know what I mean? Like just to be able to play with it and and learn as you as you go. And just be willing to jump in and it, help out. Exactly. Because I know that so many authors, you know, they spend so much time doing their social media and their promotion that, you know, they're like, I got into this because I love to write and now I can't write <laughs> because I'm spending hours upon hours. You know, just trying to stay, stay visual, yeah. Because if you don't, if you're not on social media, and at least keep your page active, then you disappear off of people's feeds, and then, of course, you out of sight, out of mind, you know? And it's hard enough to show up on people's feeds anyway. Exactly. you got to fight the, fight the powers Especially that be with that. Especially with the new algorithm on pages. What's that? Especially with the new algorithm on pages. Oh, yeah. You know and what? You know, Facebook just needs to get rid of pages because, no, it, it does no fucking good. You know, 5,000 people can like your damn page and, like, five see your post. Right. So, and, well, now, Kelly, you've got a different thing because you have one of your PAs goes with you to all of your sign in-person signings, right? Yeah. I have, I actually have several, I actually have three PAs. 
uh, one of them travels with me. Uh, she makes sure my table is set up the way it's supposed to be. She makes sure I'm where I'm supposed to be if I'm doing panels or what have you. She makes sure I eat because I forget. Um, but she entertains me because I get bored very easily. And so I have a tendency to wander when I get bored. And so she's there to say, get back to your table. No, you can't walk <laughs> off right now. Sit down and shut up. You know, and she, and she does little things to entertain me. So, yeah. But mainly it's she keeps me organized. She puts my table up and takes it down better and faster than I do. So, yeah, I couldn't do it without her. Well, and then, well, what is, what is the going rate to pay a PA? I mean, are you paying per job? Do you pay per hour? Well, with the one that travels with me, I pay all of her travel expenses. So it doesn't matter where we're going. I pay. She doesn't pay for anything. I I foot the bill for everything, including I buy her the whatever souvenirs they have at the shows, whether it's bags or T-shirts or what have you. You know, I I buy her one of everything so that she has something to take back for it. Then she spends uh, about two or three hours a week. She comes to the house and she handles. Uh, if I'm shipping out books to, you know, books that have been purchased through my website or what have you, she makes sure that they're all packaged up. She takes them to the, the mailbox for me, and I pay her per, about, I pay her a flat rate of about $30 a week to do that. And it, it's probably what, about five hours worth of work a week, maybe? Yeah, probably. Some weeks it's more, some weeks it's less. Um, but she also doesn't, you know, she doesn't pay for any of my books or my swag or anything like that. I give that all to her as a perk. So. And what about you, Terry? What? How do you charge? Do you charge hourly? You know, a monthly retainer? I charge monthly. Yeah, I charge monthly. And because, I mean, honestly, for the most part, I'm always on. I'm always checking messages. I'm always, you know, watching the feeds and things like that. The girls, and see, um, two of the girls that I work for are in the UK, and one is in Ireland. And uh, so, I mean, first thing in the morning, I'm going through checking my messages to see what they need, what they need or whatever, you know, because the time difference is kind of a pain in the ass. So six hours. Uh, baby. Six hours. So, oh yeah, it's a pain <laughs> in the ass because by the, you know, they're they've got half their day gone, you know. Right. Uh, where they've thought of things that they need to do, and I'm just now getting up. So, <laughs> um, so I charge monthly, and that seems to work well for us. Right. Well, um, I don't know because Allison and she's supposed to be on the show, but you know she, she messaged me. She said ten minutes. I was gonna say she's passed out in some bush <laughs> somewhere, um, but that's just me. <laughs> Sorry, I was projecting. <laughs> um, but uh, she was the one that brought it. You know, she, she's like, you know, I need a PA. What what do I do? And I was like, I don't know. You know, ask the bitches. And but I think it also has to do with what some what that person needs them to do. Because since all three of my girls were are overseas, I they mail out their books and their swag to any of the winners that are over there and then they ship from CreateSpace directly to me and I put in book plates and then they send me swag so anybody that's here in the United States I send to. Right. Um, just different things for convenience wise, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends on each author because like I said, one girl, I, she, I, for, for Kerr and Kirsty, I create their, their, um, newsletters, the things that go out to their bloggers, things like that, but Hannah, she likes to make hers. So she goes into Google and she creates, you know, what she wants to say, but then I transfer it and I actually make the newsletter, you know? Right. Um, but I think it's per author, you know? Each author kind of yeah. needs their own thing. I think basic knowledge of, of Facebook and stuff like that, then after that, it's kind of, you know, what do you need? <laughs> what do you need? And then, then, you know, just pick up the slack. Right. Well, I think 
that that's like you know me as you know as ebook builders. You know, I'm not really in the book groups so much, but as me as an author, I'm not in any book groups. So I have no idea what the hell would be expected. I don't, I don't know how to post that shit. And frankly, I don't want to know how to post that shit. So, I don't generally I don't post in groups because to me it's it's redundant. There's a lot of the same people in the same groups and you're just wasting your time. I focus more on advertising and and just basic promotion and then rather than post in groups. <coughs> I have to agree. I think most of the time most of those groups that are free posting, it's worthless. You can go you can scroll through it and see that there's zero posts that have a like or a comment or anything like that, you know? It's right. It's the groups that have admins that have to approve a post or whatever, those are the ones that, that keep the groups active because it's not free posting and it's not basically spamming the group and having them run a giveaway or having them talk about the book and post about your sale, especially if they've read it, you know, because most of them are bloggers anyway. So right. it's just a matter of having them discuss it and then you can kind of jump in there. Um, and the groups, most of the people that are in the group, they have their notifications or their friends in that group, so they'll see when they post it. They won't see it if we if I post it. You know what I mean? Because we're not friends necessarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most people don't have it set to where they get all the notifications, or else they're just getting you know their fucking phones going bing, 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 bing. bing you know, fucking. Exactly. You get inundated with notifications, especially like I'm members of probably two hundred groups that I don't post in simply because it's I did that years ago before I realized it's not important There's and a, I would be inundated of my time then. yeah and you get inundated when one person will post the same shit in 50 different groups well when you're a member of all of them you're by the time you've seen it two or three times you're like you know at this point I really don't care about your book anymore right. I'm tired of seeing it right <laughs> and I think you get that a lot on Facebook you know, people post in every single group. And it's the same thing everywhere. It's spam, and you just keep scrolling. Yeah, you you get to the point where, to me, if they have a good graphic and they post it on their timeline, and it comes across my news feed, I am more apt to look at it, read it, and share it than if it's a spammed post. Well, you know, that's that's like in in the bitches group. That's why. Like, I, I said right from the very start, you're not going to post your book link shit in here. This is not a promotion site. Now, if you have a book link and you need help sharing it, then that's right. what this group is. This is, you know, we help each other. And um, But, fuck, I don't want to see, and that, that's like my biggest pet peeve. You know, don't come and put your fucking links on my Facebook page. Don't put it on my timeline. Because if I could, I'd track you down and I'd punch you in the fucking throat. Oh, there was a day. I, I shit you not. Within two minutes of me posting a rant about people like sending me a friend request and then immediately posting on my wall, this bitch sends me a friend request, posts on my wall. It's like, oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you. I'm like, bitch, we haven't met. Like, you just sent me a fucking friend request, and now you want to post shit on my wall. No. Boom. Deleted. Later. And I even, like, copy and pasted that whole rant into her post. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it's gotten to where I even hate it when someone posts on my wall. So nice. Thanks for connecting. Fucker, you sent me the friend request. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like, well, you know, now Facebook does that stupid shit. You just became friends with so-and-so. Why don't you post on their wall? Why don't you fuck off? That's why people are getting irritated with Facebook. Yeah, because not only did you get their friends' request, then you get a freaking message from Facebook saying you're friends with this person. Well, gee, thanks. I didn't know I just hit accept on that friend's request. Right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I hate it. Posting book links on someone's personal timeline Oh, don't I just changed my settings on my timeline. No one can post shit on my timeline. 
Well, I mean, I, I approve it. I have to approve yeah, I it. Have to have, I have well, to have approval. That's if, that's if they tag me, but anyone before anyone could post on my timeline, now nobody can, period. Like, nobody can share anything to my timeline. Now, you can tag me, and I can go in and approve it. Yeah, that's what mine is. You're not going to post me fucking shit on my timeline. Because this is my real estate. <laughs> I haven't done that, but I have way too much fun, fun telling people what assholes they are. So. <laughs> oh, I'm Dina's like, great at it. <laughs> you want to be an asshole? Post on my timeline. I'm going to show you assholes. <laughs> no, I'm an asshole to the people who's like, I love you. And I'm like, fuck off. Oh, but you are so beautiful. Oh, but really, fuck off. Oh, but we could be so happy. So then I send a screenshot of fuck off and then fuck off in Farsi. And what language do you need to see it in, motherfucker? Fuck off. Tiffany, you're mute. Well, you know, I get that. Well, they'll, I'll accept a friend's request, and the next thing you know, I've got this great big long, oh my god, you're so beautiful, I've looked at your timeline, I've looked at your so, and I'm like, if you looked at my timeline, dumbass, you didn't see I'm married? Right. I'm yeah. not in the market, you know, or I get a dick pic. Really? I didn't want to look at your face, I, I certainly don't want to look at your dick. Thank God, I'm so glad I don't get those. Oh my god, I get at least once or two, one or two a week. No, now I did... I did have someone friend request me, and I accepted him because he was on Dina's Quit it. list. Don't be blaming me. For <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know, she's already vetted him out. And the dude was from Dubai. Should have been my first fucking clue. And within 20 seconds of accepting his friend request, I had a photo of a ring, a photo of roses, and the dude tried to call me through Messenger. Yeah. People are it's crazy. I, I, tell, I tell at least one person a week, Facebook is not a dating site. If I'm I mean, interested in dating you, I'll have to ask my not, husband first. I mean, we should not have to keep reiterating the fact that Facebook is not plenty of dicks. I mean, plenty of fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on Facebook to find a man. Wouldn't know what to do with him if found him. So <laughs> charge extra. I just started forwarding all of them to my husband, so now it's like I get that. Hey, oh my God, you're so beautiful. I think we'd be happy together. And I'm like, hang on a second, and then I just forward it to Michael, and he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do you send this shit to me? Right. I'm like, well, you know. Okay. Well, maybe you want to know your wife was not. Um, my, favorite, my favorite response when I was married was going out to the bar with the ring on and someone trying to hit on me and be like, you know, can I have your number? Well, I'll give you my husband's number and you can ask him. Ask him, yeah. <laughs> have fun with that one. <clears throat> so, one thing about PAs. Do your PAs send out your ARCs? See, I'm no. trying to get back on track, motherfucker. Normally, I'm the one off the rails. And no, nobody sends my arcs but me. I'm very particular. And I have I all the girls' books. Mm -mm. And you do what? Too? I have all the girls' books. So I have all the girls' books. So I send all of them out. The only thing I won't be doing is Kirsty's next release because the publisher's using NetGalley, and I'll only sell it, send it to um, a few people because we'll be doing NetGalley and then the pa the paper arcs. But usually I do all of them because I have I have their EPUBs and their their Kindles. But I hate sending out the EPUBs, so I try not Great. to send those out. I try to vet as much as possible with those, just because you know anybody can use them. Right. Uh, so I really, unless they're just like, no, 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 I trust them. Go ahead. I I hate sending those out. So usually I'm like, you don't have a Kindle? Why don't you get the app? <laughs> yeah. Get the app on your phone, and then I'll send it to you. Like I, I try to talk them into Kindle so that I, uh, because I don't want to send anybody an EPUB. I had one blogger that just kept insisting and insisting and insisting that I send her Word doc, and I was like, no, give me a Kindle address. Oh hell no. I was like, you know, give give me a Kindle address. Well, Word doc. Hell no. Why would I send you a Word doc? You're out of your mind. That's fucking crazy. No. So, well, you know, that's one thing that I notice that's that's different between because um, 
working for the publisher, we're getting a room built specifically for the ARC printer. You know, and it's like 30 feet fucking long. I mean, it's this huge fucking printer to print out ARCs. So an ARC like this, you know, 6 by 9 ARC, <laughs> instead of it costing $4 to print it, you know, without the barcode and everything, uh, print our own, and it'll be, you know, like $1.50. And when you're doing a, you know, 500 print run of these arcs, you know, then we just print it out and then we take it to a binder and so the cost will be significant. But most indies send ebooks. <clears throat> you know, 99.9% .9 of them send a Mobi file. Yeah, because, because you can't, I mean, I, no. I'm not going to pay the money to have a paperback. To print them out and then turn around and send them. You know, and that's like figure ten bucks a fucking book to yeah. send it out. And when you have ten bloggers and you know that's a hundred bucks, and you can't be sure that you're going to get ten fucking reviews. And that's uh, my thing. I'm not going to put the expense in when I know the return rate may only be two percent. Right. Because even the, I mean, most bloggers, they try, but even they can't really guarantee it because you never know who's going to flake on you. Exactly. And I just don't think, and I think a lot of authors need to understand that and not blame the blogger. It's not the blogger's well, fault. A lot of authors need to understand that bloggers have lives too. You right. know, it comes up, you know, last minute, emergency stuff like that. So, I mean, not every blogger who doesn't turn in a review for you stole a book from you. Right. And I mean, I don't think necessarily that any blogger intentionally steals a book. I think shit just comes up, or they didn't like the book, and it's easier to just not write a review, and that's that's okay. And I mean, if I can't do I can't do my job on everybody else's timeline, and I doubt very seriously anybody else can. And people need to realize that that goes for bloggers too. Right. Yeah, most bloggers, you know, they're doing it in their free time. They're not right. getting paid. You know, so right. suck it up and be happy with whatever the fuck you get. And that's why I do the Kindle copies. That way if I send out 20 Kindle arcs and I get half that in, in reviews, that's great. But if I get one review, I'm happy. I don't look at the other ones and go, well, why didn't you review my book? I look at what I get instead of what I don't because otherwise... I mean, you'd be miserable, and then you start causing problems, and it's drama, and no, be happy with what you get. Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of um, bloggers now that people are just starting a blog just so they can get an ARC, and yeah. it's not a real blog, and it's not – some of those big tour companies, they stopped checking on who was posting. You know, we gave you a book, and yeah. we expect a review. Yes, things come up. Yes, life happens. Uh, but okay, if you can't do it now, I just need you to tell me when you can do it. Are you going to have it within this month? If shit's hit the fan, next month's fine too, you know. Yeah. But um, they still have to be held accountable because that is your book and you're giving it away instead of them purchasing it if they really wanted to read it, you know. Right. Um, and so I still go through even like um, Hannah wanted to use a big tour company and she did. And I still had to go through because they don't check. And I still went through and checked all the blogs that received an ARC and just said, you know, hey, when's your, you know, and I wasn't bitchy about it, but they still have to be held accountable because a lot of them are, again, signing up and trying to start a blog, and it's not really a blog. They just want a book, you know? Right. Right. Well, and, you know. But and I think that also comes back to the author's responsibility, too. If you're going to give a blog your ARC, you ought to at least know who you're giving it to. True. But then again, you know, it's it's like Terry said, you know, there's so can't keep track of blogs anymore. Mm -mm. I mean, you you really can't. There are so many of them, and now if you have that blogger who this is their third book and they have yet to turn in a review and they're still asking you for arcs, that's where I draw the line. Like if you are a habitual person who says, you know, like we, I had one blogger who I swear every single time a review was due, her cat died. <laughs> You're like, look, how many fucking cats do you have? Are you? Do you qualify as ca crazy cat lady? 
Exactly. I was just like, okay, well, your cat died three months ago. Oh, this is another one. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that cat died. Bitch, how many pussies do you have? <laughs> so, well, Obviously a lot. Right? Okay, well, I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> well, you know, I create the forms for the ARCs, mm -hmm. and um, I go through and I check. And if you're a brand new blog and you have you don't post but every two or three weeks with one or two things, most likely right. you're not getting an arc unless I've seen that you you're reviewing and you're actually doing something, then you're not getting anything because you signed up just because you want a free book. You know, you're not a real well, you know, a real blogger. Even before I got insanely busy with, you know, badass book society and ebook builders and John Hardy publishers and then my writing shit. I have signed up for one review blog tour, <coughs> and it was Ann Conley, and it was before I ever took her on as a client, and she is the only one I've ever signed up to read and review their book as part of a tour, because I don't, I don't like to do, you know, here, I'll give you a book, you write a review. I don't like that. For me personally, because I, I don't like feeling like I have to read it and I have to do a review. You know, any what I, what I buy, I do write a review for, or I used to. See, anymore, I barely have time to breathe, let alone read. I couldn't tell you the last book I read. I try, and. I owe so many reviews that when I do finally find the time to sit down and write them, I'll probably write 30 reviews in one day because I just don't have time. Right. But I also work full time. So, I mean, I work 50 hours a week outside of the house, and then I probably work another 40, 50 hours at home. Well, see, honestly, with... I want your husband to write my review. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would because yeah he well, does well because I sent I sent Kelly the uh, I sent you the word document right yeah mine when you, when you were going to beta read it and she was printing it out and her husband went and grabbed a page and goes holy shit when did you write this <laughs> and I had to say relax babe that's not mine. I am beta reading because I was taking it with me. I was getting ready to leave yeah, to go. I think it was Babbitt that I went to, and I had it with me because I was reading in the car, and then I was reading at Jennifer's that night, and yeah, so I was printing it out to take it with me, and he was just like, holy shit. I didn't know you could write like that. I'm like, I can't. That's not mine. <laughs> You're like that damn Dina Ray. She got a filthy mouth. Yeah, he was like, oh my god. I'm like, yeah, don't get excited, babe. That's not me. <laughs> you ain't getting anything special tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> None of that coming your way, so give it up. So, well, um, and Silver Fox asked me specifically to bring it up because, um, you know, the, the industry reviewers, like, um, Tower Sniper is fixing to get reviewed by the Houston Chronicle, um, which that's you know, that's big. That's big shit, and yeah. um, they're also going to review. Uh, no, the Austin Statesman is also going to be doing a review, which you know these are are big newspapers. It's not like it's a blog, right? So um, he said, you know, inevitably he'll send out his his arcs and he'll have that one person who says you know there's typos in this and you know there's this error and he's like it's an arc it's not the finished product it's the advanced reviewer copy you're still going to find little things and I think that indies are so used to having their arcs are completely finished they're ready to be published. They are as perfect. You might find one or two, you know, knock wood, if you're lucky, you know, one or two little minor things you're not going to, 
you know, missing commas and shit all the way throughout. Um, but I think that's that's one of the main differences between indie arcs and traditional arcs, or indie reviewers and traditional reviewers is <clears throat> there's a different expectation of what the finished product should be. Well, I think indies are held to a higher expectation because we're indies. And, you know, when we send something out, if it's not perfect, you're, you're going to get slammed. As you can get it. Yeah, because if not, you're going to get slammed. And I just don't think that traditional published authors have that same problem. You know, it's like people expect the advanced copies to not be perfect. And so we're held to a higher standard than that, you know, they expect the right. advanced copies to be perfect and to be ready to go. And they pretty much expect the advanced copy to even be the what's going to be live two months yeah. from now. They expect it to be the finished, polished version but of a, it. A lot of it is arcs for traditional publishing. They go out like three to six months before the actual book's released. So you're still going through, you know, a couple of rounds of editing, proofing. So, you know, that's why they're sending them out and so that the main reviewers are, are used to, you know, the right issues. And we lost Terry. Yeah, she's gone. So, and there she is. Oh, there she is. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, and so I, I think that's some of it. But you know, it could be worse. You you could be getting galleys. Yeah, you know, which if you don't know, a bound galleys is you know, it doesn't even have any of the formatting. You're lucky if you get black and white pictures on the interior, um, and it's got a plain. You know, maybe off-white cover that, and with the title on it. That's what a bound galley is. What was well, that, Tiffany? What authors do you work for? Uh, Kirsty Mosley, Kerr uh, Duque, and Hannah Peach. Okay. You were saying Kirsty, and I didn't know um, which Kirsty it was. Kirsty Mosley. She wrote the boy who sneaks in my bedroom window, and um, okay. that was her really, really big one that everybody loved. Uh, I love that title. To lose. <laughs> um, yeah, she wrote a bunch of them. She's one of the um, the big breakouts from Wattpad. So, like the one that's publishing in September, um, it's our, it, it had over six million reads on Wattpad. Holy uh, and she pulled it. She pulled it. It's re-edited. It's got re uh, new material. That one actually took longer because of going back and forth with the publisher. Um, and uh, the second one's already done. That'll be out in December. But um, that was one of her big ones. But actually, The Boy Who Sneaks in My Bedroom Window, I don't know how many readers that one had. But again, that one was huge. And she decided after it had been on there for a while, she self-published it. And then it was picked up. Um, her agent is amazing. Uh, so that one got picked up. And then several of her other ones did as well. So she's published in... Poland and Italy and, you know, all these crazy places. That's crazy. Um, I was going to ask you something. It was just on the tip of my tongue as you were saying that, and now I can't even remember it. Um, oh, on the Wattpad. Are you familiar with Wattpad? I'm not. I have it, um, but I don't really. I mean, I push it only because, like, Kerr put some of her stories on there in just the beginnings, so you can start reading it if you like it, go out and buy it kind of thing. Right. But for the for the most part, not really. Okay. I get a lot of followers because Kirsty follows me, and then her followers see that, so then they follow me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm never on here, people. <laughs> well, you know, I used to I used to read short stories on Wattpad um, a couple years ago, and I stopped using it. But I have an author who is considering releasing um, the first few chapters of her book on Wattpad. And I guess I just is it. I mean, is it like kind of like the same thing? Does it work as social media when you you know you say a followers? I don't think so. I think it's so overly saturated. Not to mention, there's so many people that are in um, a lot of other countries that are just copying the story over. 
and putting their name on it. I think if she wants to release part of her story, she might as well do it on her website or in her newsletter and draw in readers that way and draw in activity towards herself rather than to a third party. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because the Wattpad is, there's just so many. I mean, there's just millions of people on there, and they're all adding their stories. And again, there's tons of people on there that all they do is take the story, change. I mean, Kirsty's books, they've done it to hers. Um, when I find stuff, I just send her the link so she can send it to her publicist, and they handle all the, the pirate shit, you know. Um, but uh, so, I would so say she's pirating pretty better. On there? Do what? So you're saying pirating is pretty prevalent on Wattpad? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, there, You can go on there and find five different versions of The Hunger Game, and they're all written by five different people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. The, the, I mean, and then they go on there and, again, they just pull off the stories and then, re, you know, maybe change the names. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they leave it word for word, and they just throw their name on it. That's crazy. So, oh, look, Allison's here. Yeah, that, we'll see. To and me, that, it's a lot better. is her her release is I mean we're planning on it being a pretty big book um, so it kind of scares me especially it being the first book like this that she's ever written I'd hate for her to have it pirated then maybe build her newsletter by, by giving out chapters of the book you know okay yeah. so that that if they are, um, if they're subscribing the, to the newsletter, then they're going to get chapter by chapter, maybe. Um, in fact, Kendall did it. Kendall Gray did it, and she did, um, was it Ghost something? It, it was like a, um, a dystopian something. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was, I don't know if it was every week or every couple of weeks or something like that. She released a chapter. It was every week that we got a chapter, because I'm on was her it? newsletter. I think I so. And then she released it afterwards on, on you know, all the ebook sites. And, and she froze. Pretty well with it. Keeping it to herself, you know. So, well, you froze up, so. Um, so after, after she sent it out a chapter at a time, then she released it to all of the sites. Is that what you said? Yes, yes. I wasn't sure if you were saying I froze or. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, she, she yeah you did freeze. Chapter by um, chapter. But so, okay, so after she did it chapter by chapter and then released it to all the outlets, how did it do in sales? I think she still did pretty good with it. And it was something that she knew people had already read it, but they still kind of wanted it, you know? And there right. Were still people, the whole thing. There were still people out there that were her fans that were buying it because they loved it and they wanted it in a paperback, you know? Right. Um, but it grew her, her newsletter because people were like, oh, it's a free read. I'll go ahead and, you know, and join the newsletter. Right. So, okay. well, I appreciate that information because that helps. Because I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar with Wattpad, and just hearing that just makes me nervous as hell. Yeah, I would put if anything, you can put a couple of chapters, just because you don't know how many you're going to reach there. But besides a couple of chapters, I wouldn't put the whole. You know, I wouldn't put the whole book. No, she's wanting to put like the first third, and I don't think that she should put the first third on there. Well, the, the first chapter or so. Yeah, Start well, the first the first ten percent is available on Amazon and everyone else anyway. Right. Hmm. So yeah. I would only do like the first ten percent. Right. Because so, I've actually thought about doing that for mine, as long as I can get that first sex scene in there. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I think, think my first sex scene is going to get people hooked. Dude, I thought it took you like 40,000 words before you could even get them in bed together. No, it took me seven chapters. Well, fuck. Yeah, but then she followed it with a 3,000 word blowjob, so... <laughs> <laughs> And then immediately after finishing writing, you know, she wiped her chin or, you know, whatever I, I did. Then you hear this. And my mom peeks her head in. Hey, you want milkshakes? And I'm like, really? I just finished a fucking blowjob. And you know, a blowjob scene, not a blowjob. I'm sorry, I still don't know how the hell you did a 3,000 word blowjob, but mine's like four freaking words. 
Brittany put it in her mouth. I could do it in six. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know. You got to go the swirly, swirly with the tongue, and you got to, you know, motorcycle with your hands, and, <laughs> and the fingers no. creep and crawl in places where you really don't expect them, you know. No, we're talking lockjaw at that point. Not going to happen. <laughs> Well, you know, some of us have more experience than others. <laughs> oh my God. All right, enough of the blowjobs. I'll be getting ideas. I'm not coming to visit. I just need to meet Dean. <laughs> you met me. We stood outside and talked in Austin. Yes, you did. I just need to meet you on a social engagement. I have embraced the celibate life. Now I just write about it. Not that it's a happy embracer. That's that's why she writes it so well because she's got so much tension going on. What a piece. Oh, well, we're going to move along, move along. <laughs> I'm just going to eat my pizza. I'm actually drinking with y'all. Right? You know what? Tiffany? I'm not drinking. Wow. See, Tiffany, I told you I would be drinking tonight. There is you go. Is that Snapple? It is. Holy shit. Snapple has alcohol, huh? Uh, it is a limited edition, and it is fucking delicious. <laughs> That's awesome. And after the week I fucking had? Yeah. I'm telling you. Did you actually see what happened to me tonight? I went after the friggin' day I had. I went out with my trainer for a nice relaxing hike with the dog. I get back five. I hadn't even walked in the house. And my kids and my husband are walking out and going, good, you're here. Let's go for a walk. I walked over 8K since I got off work tonight. Holy shit. I am... Fucking ridiculously tired. I was supposed to cut after the hike. I was supposed baby. to come home and get loaded. <clears throat> so I'm not walking eight feet, let alone eight k. <laughs> man, walking to the bathroom and then walking from my front door to the car is about it. <laughs> Especially well, right now because it's like a hundred degrees and ninety percent humidity, and you know I got I got two words for you. Boob sweat. Yep. <laughs> Boob sweat oh. is the worst. It is currently 27. It was 35 earlier. Let me just tell you what that is in your speak. It's imperial. <laughs> it was 80. It's 80 right now. It feels like 82. I'd give anything would, for 80. I would kill for 80. Okay, y'all got to remember, I'm not from the heat of the South. You guys yeah, are the hot today. It was 94 today. Hold on, let me figure out what it was before the humidex earlier. Hmm. Oh, you're not getting any fucking vodka, you bastard. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I'm going to last. My phone keeps freezing up. So... Well, you missed it. You can go back and watch the show later, Allison, mm. where we had the big in-depth discussion about EAs. <laughs> and, um, <coughs> honestly, those were really my the two main things I wanted to discuss were, were PAs for authors. And so basically it's whatever you whatever the author and the PA can come to an agreement on in terms of compensation and in terms of duties so it's it's not a one size I think fits so, because Anne posted something about running her her PA runs her numbers and I thought oh no hell no bitch that's where I draw the line is when you give me math fuck you <laughs> well, you know what I could come up with a spreadsheet that had a formula where you just plug in the first two and it's going to figure out everything else. I think the most important thing when it comes to, to having a PA or being a PA is you have to have open communication and you have to have very specific 
expectations. You can't go into it expecting your PA to do all of these things if the PA doesn't know they're supposed to be doing all of that. All of so you things. really have to be specific and clear, you know, not only as to what you want them to do for you, but how you want it done because, you know, it may not necessarily be the same the, way. The way you want stuff done might not be the way that the PA is used to doing it. You know, just, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I've got I've got well, the accounting the curve, background, right? so <clears throat> you know, so I can do a lot of the accounting stuff. It doesn't mean I want to do it, <laughs> right? But you know, I but know you just all have that, to be real clear. A little tricks so that I can get my spreadsheets to do all of the divisions and multiplications and you know percentages and shit like that. So, because that's called, um, I'm lazy. I want to figure it out one time and then just do the least. I'd say that's the same with me. I, I do all my numbers on a spreadsheet. It's easier. Yeah. I, I plug mine in and that's it. That, that, that's yeah. the I think that's the most. Well, then somebody way. needs to save Ann's uh, PA. <laughs> somebody give Ann, Ann a, uh, a spreadsheet. All right. We'll be out there next weekend. <laughs> I already told her that I was going to. Um, Figure out what was wrong with her driver, and um, and something else. I don't know. There's like a list of shit I'm gonna have to take care of when I'm out there. Driver sucks. I hate that site. I can't get it to do shit. <laughs> Come on, I gotta go and visit you and fix your shit too. Yes, because my I'll just sit on that little tutorial. You know, the tutorials are great if they actually explain shit, but when the tutorial doesn't make sense... No, I'm talking like Dina's tutorial. Yeah, I'm not doing a tutorial. It, it's I have zero patience. I'm going to go in and fix it, and there. I don't have to explain shit. Just know it works. <laughs> and if it doesn't, that's then you can visit me next time, and I'll fix it then. So. See, that's why I don't use Triber, because I can't figure the damn thing out. So I quit. Well, I okay, for Triber, if you have a WordPress site, it's going to work better than if you have a blogger site. And see, I don't have either one because WordPress limits what authors and people that are sharing books can share. So, right. no, I don't use Do you have a self-hosted? I go through Webly. Uh, well, see, now don't get me started on Wix and Webly um, because I, I tried to help someone out with Webly. <coughs> I'll look at that really? cluster fuck, and I'm like, nope, hands off. See, I haven't had any problems with mine. Well, that's like Laura Hidalgo loves Wix, and see, I like Wix. I'm not a fan. See, I can make my website do anything I want it to do. I sell my books from there. It deposits money right into my account from there. I don't have to mess with it. It prints all my shipping labels. It does. I don't. Yeah, I love it. Well, you can get a lot of the same stuff through, um, you know, as, as far as plugins for, you know, all the different platforms. It, right. Basically, it comes down to what you're more comfortable with. Right. So, um, for me, it's easier for, like, I use a lot of Google Ads to drive traffic. So, plus I get paid, so I love Google Ads. And Webly's really easy for using you know, Google AdSense and stuff like that. So, well, um, oh, and some more news. Also, mm -hmm. I'm the proud owner of BadassBooks.com. Yay! My, my shoe addiction has been superseded by my website addiction. <laughs> because I've also got... Bybandbooks.com. Hey, I've I remember that. Nothing with yet. We're it, gonna talk about that while I'm down there. Uh, well, you need to actually come to Houston, and we need to talk to Silver Fox because he's already, you know, said he, I could put it on his hosting. Well, I'll be wow. in Houston while you're in West Texas. We need to plan this shit out better. I know, right? So, all right. Unless you're back by the third. I'll be back by the third. Hell, I'm just going out there, dropping him off, and turning around and coming back. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, New Orleans until the third. 
Yeah, you'll be here at the same time, Lane. So, and you have welcome to the travel portion of our show. <laughs> <laughs> I say my trip is coming out of Oklahoma City. I'm gonna head out because my phone keeps freezing. I'm barely getting anything anybody saying. So, thanks for well, having I'm me, though. Send you the link. And thank you for stepping up and impressing us with your knowledge. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know about knowledge, but thank you for having me anyway. <laughs> well, you know, you shared what you know and your point of view about it because there's a lot of people like me that um, I really want a PA. I just don't know if I need a PA. You know? I will say, though, before I go, is that everybody just needs to be careful. There's groups out there of tons of people that say they want to be a PA, and nobody knows what they're doing, and it scares me. So right. just people need to be careful before they grab those people. Right. It's like Tiffany and I were talking about earlier. There is enough fucking flaky-ass people out there, and yeah. That would some of them are your formatters. All right, yeah, I'll see you no, later. Get Thank you, Terry. No problem. Thanks, Bye. 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 So, um. No, yeah, the formatter was me on my books, just for the record. <laughs> do we want to end it at that and go ahead and do your bitches after dark? Mm. Yeah, sure. you want to do bitches after dark? Yeah, all right. I'll do bitches after dark. All right. Okay. I'll uh, send everyone the link. So, everyone, good night. Thanks for listening to Badass Pub, and we hope you learned something or um, gave you something to bitch about <laughs> or gave you something to confuse you even more than you already were. Um, regardless, we're fixing to do a badass, no, wait, bitches after dark. So, uh, I'll see y'all shortly. Peace out. Good night. Good night. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.